Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I am, as always, just so, so, so pleased to be back again this week. And the, today, I'm going to be talking about goals, year in review, what worked, what didn't. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to give you a little inside peek into the goals that I set and um, what I kind of like what I did to achieve those goals and then what goals didn't I achieve? It'll be interesting, I promise. Um, and this ties in really, really, really well to um, the goal setting workshop that I will be hosting on January 6th. That's a Wednesday evening from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and this workshop is just going to be a very fun, I promise, uh, goal setting workshop. We're going to look back at previous goals and then we're going to set new goals together. And then at the end, we'll go through um, goals and figure out how we're feeling about them because that's the most important part of actually hitting our goals. So. So, little quick check-in. I didn't do a check-in last week. I'm so sorry. I was just so freaking excited about Rachel's episode and shadow work, and I just really wanted to get right into it. It was also a longer episode. So, my apologies. Um, but this week, I am just resettling in to quarantine, stay-at-home life. Um, it's just the stay-at-home order just, uh, re re repeated, reopened. I don't know what the word for that would be. Um, this weekend, this Sunday, and it means, um, that basically we're inside again and restaurants I think are closed outside. Shops are still open, but at very limited capacity. Um, I've heard it's kind of doomsday again back at the grocery stores. There is zero toilet paper to be found. Um, I did go Christmas tree shopping on Sunday and the lot was like wiped out. And I asked someone if they had Christmas tree wreaths or Christmas wreaths and they were like, no one in San Francisco has wreaths. San Francisco is just wiped out. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, um, not only are we going back into quarantine, but apparently everyone is really getting into the festive spirit. Um, which is actually kind of sweet, um, I think. So um, that's how I'm doing. I've literally got one roll of toilet paper left. So like, help me God. Um, hope that I can figure that one out. <laughs> I'm sure that the universe will provide. Um, and uh, yeah, I still haven't done my doomsday shopping. Um, and I am not really looking forward to that. So... <laughs> So here I am. Um, but I also kind of feel like life's not really changing that much for me. Um, nothing kind of really went back to all the way normal previously. So it's more of just the same, just like Walgreens will close at 9 p.m. instead of the normal midnight. So, yeah, here I am. Here I am. All right, let's get into the episode. So. Here are my goals. And the reason why I really want to go over this with everyone, I know you're like, why is Sarah telling us her goals? I don't care. I just care about my own goals or whatever it might be. Um, I am telling them because I think it's really important while you're goal setting to hear um, real like strong facts of what I've set out for myself and numbers because 
Um, I think that this can help you set your own goals for 2021. Um, And I do want to say that I sat down at the beginning of 2020. I wanted 2020 to be my year. I was clearly not reading any astrology reports, or maybe I was. And honestly, it has been an incredible year. Um, But um, I sat down with my husband and I was just like, we just got married. I want us to get on the same page for goals. So, you know, found some goal setting questions online and we sat down and ironed these out over an afternoon and it was so fun and wonderful. And I loved every single moment about it. We ended up doing a mid-year check-in. So I'm going to read our, my original goals, then my mid-year check-in. And then I also started this manifestation program in February. It is called To Be Magnetic by Lacey Phillips. And it's truly an incredible program. Um... It's not like your positive thinking and spend the money to make the money type of uh, manifestation. It truly is like going deep down into your subconscious and understanding how you really feel about that thing that you want um, and trying to get your brain to like to be in a neutral space or in a supportive space for you to actually get what you want. Because if your brain, if your subconscious is not down for what you actually want, then it's never going to allow you to get there. So, which kind of took me a year to figure out, but (laughs) here we are. (laughs) So, um, that stuff is kind of like more material. Um, but it's a fun list. So I thought it'd be fun to just like pop through those and list them out. So my big goals for this year, are you guys ready? Drum roll, please. At the beginning of 2020, I wanted to keep losing weight. Oh my God, I am so bummed that this is literally at the top of the list. So I want to talk about this. Um, I lost a lot of weight last year. It made my self-confidence just like skyrocket. It felt really good about myself and it was awesome. But I just want to say that I am now of the mind that my weight has nothing to do with my worth um, as a human being or otherwise, as a friend, as a, as a wife, like nothing. And um, I am really trying to reconcile that relationship with um, looking in the mirror and really loving my entire body and not trying to change it or morph it. I was just talking to a friend of mine who literally has said she, she hasn't been on the scale in 10 years. Talk about goals. Like the number of my weight has nothing to do with what I'm bringing to this table. So not surprised at all that that was at the top. That's a very 2019 goal for me. Um, and I have to say that um, I I lost weight and then I gained some weight this year. Like it doesn't matter. It's been a journey, um, obviously, but there it is. So <laughs> number one, keep losing weight. Kind of did it, kind of didn't, kind of don't ever want to put that on my manifestation list ever again. Um, cut down alcohol. Not only did I cut down alcohol, I quit alcohol. Um, so that's been really awesome. And quit Jewel. I was smoking two Jewel pods a day. I was very nervous about quitting, which really upped my intake. I'm not proud of it, but it's just it. It is truth. Um, I have a fantastic podcast episode on quitting Jewel. And if you're interested, if you yourself are looking to quit something like um, alcohol or or cigarettes or Jewel, highly recommend listening. 
Um, so yeah, nailed those two. Feel really good about it. Um, then I wrote Pick Up Zumba. And I love that this is on here. So you guys, this is really dorky, but I like fucking love Zumba. It is my jam. Um, so what's interesting about this is that I have picked up a like a physical workout routine. Um, but it's not Zumba. <laughs> so it does incorporate some dance, but it's also like strength and cardio and stretching and all that stuff. So um, kind of picked that one up, kind of didn't. Love the intention behind this because I do think working out should be fun, like Zumba. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to noodle on that one for next year. Um, and then be more mindful of my schedule. Okay, so I'm not exactly sure what that means, but if I had to guess, I would say that 2019 Sarah was way, 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 way overcommitted. And um, I'm just so grateful that 2020 really came in and, and helped me out because there, there were no plans to be committed to in 2020. <laughs> so that is something that I have gotten incredibly, incredibly good at. I would say I have come to realize how much I value solo time and I need it to recharge. Um, and I'm not afraid to say no to social engagements anymore, which before I was very worried about. Um, so definitely nailed that. Um, I should also say that I had five categories of goals, personal, family, career, finances, and other. So that was the personal goals. Then for family, um, I said, I'd like to keep talking about getting another dog, but not get one. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. I am very good at this. So I can really say that I knocked this goal out of the park. Um, <laughs> I talk about it all the time. I love the idea of my dog, Frida Bonita be Baby, being a big sister. My husband looks at dogs at the SBCA online all the time, sends me photos, love talking about it, never going to get one. I shouldn't say never, but I'm not worried about it because I'm just having the most fun talking about it and not getting one. <laughs> um, okay, so for career, this is interesting. I want to truly give my business, which is called Elevate Capes, a shot. Part-time at first and then full-time if it's viable. And then I said, if not, I want a new job that pays $150,000. So I did all of this. I literally did all of this. Well, except for the last one. Um, so I want to truly give Elliot Capes a shot part-time at first and then full-time if it's viable. So um, I left my full-time job in April of this year to work full-time on Elevate Capes. I am so glad that I did it. And I'm also so glad I did it at the time that I did it. Um, so it was right during covid Fest of like these capes were basically for festivals and all of the places I was planning on selling were canceled. So I got to experiment and try to grow with face masks um, and play around with like other things to sell. And I was able to do it and I had a blast. And I also realized that like that just wasn't for me. Making capes was truly a hobby that I didn't want to monetize. And you could just see it on my face every time I was trying to sell one of those capes. I loved, 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 loved making capes for my friends. I loved trying to like synthesize their style, put it into a cape, give it to them, watch them open it, put it on, and just like some of them cried. And then I got to watch them walk around all night long wearing it and people would be complimenting them. So really, truly, that was like my favorite part of the experience. And all of a sudden when I was selling to strangers or online, 
um, and mailing caves to everyone. I just didn't get to see the joy that they had when they were opening it. And that was honestly so much part of the fun. Um, so I'm really glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I launched that business and made it like really put a lot of effort into making it work. And I'm also really, really, really glad that I closed it. I have zero regrets about any of that entire process. It led to this podcast, um, which I'm so grateful for. I'm loving doing this. (laughs) And um, yeah, I have yet to get that job, but I'm working on it. So I'm consulting, applying for jobs, like I said in a previous episode. Um, While this is like my, I really want this career to work, I'm also don't want to put too much pressure on it. So working on getting another job so that this one thing isn't like the thing that has to work. Um, so yeah, kind of nailed it. Definitely. I think I just nailed this one a hundred percent all the way finances. Okay. I want to save for our honeymoon. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. COVID. Um, I was supposed to leave two days ago, for my honeymoon in Argentina. My husband and I were supposed to go to the Global Eclipse Gathering, which is a festival to celebrate the solar eclipse, which I think is on the 15th, 14th, something like that. And um, it became quite clear, I would say in the summer, that it wasn't going to happen. But definitely in September, um, very clear that that festival would not be happening. So, um, it's a bummer. We're going to do something fun on Eclipse Day to celebrate us. And we're also going to figure out another, um, honeymoon situation, whether that's here in the United States, um, or maybe just going back to where we got married, which was in Mexico in this like gorgeous seaside town called Puerto Morelos. So, um, we, we will see, see, we will, we will see (laughs) honeymoon TBD. Um, also for finances, I want to budget weekly and I wanted to budget weekly with my husband. So we got to spend this year really learning about our finances. It was so cool. So it was hard at first, really hard at first. It was hard to have the conversations. It was hard to explain to each other what we, each of us was thinking about finances, savings, spending, spending categories, how to budget, all of that good stuff. Um, but the more we practice, the easier it got. It's still not perfect. Um, but I have to say that we are like in this habit. So it's gone from weekly to monthly, which feels a little more doable. And also like, um, the way that our expenses work, it was like, if we were doing it weekly, it almost felt like micromanaging. So, um, really proud about that. And, and, uh, just for the record, we've just been using mint. We kept trying to sign up for, you need a budget, Um, And then we could never quite like never got in the right habit of like making the you need a budget app work because it's like input and output and all that stuff. So Mint so far seems to be working for us. Um, And then I want to pay off debt. This is like probably the thing that I am most proud of from 2020. I came into 2020 with so much debt, probably about $18,000. And I paid it off, I want to say, in July of this year. And I have another podcast episode about it. So if you're interested in paying off your debt, um, I go through the steps. Honestly, in all honesty, it was like over a two-year process. So about two years ago, I started to listen to podcasts 
about how other families had paid off debt. And that kind of laid, like I knew there were people out there that had done it. So I was like inspired. I knew I could do it. But I still had to wrap my brain around um, how. And then um, once I read Alan Carr's book, Getting Out of Debt, and it just kind of like unlocked this like idea that like I have I should be so shameful for having debt. It's almost like addiction, really. It's like you have to really honor where you're at and let all the shame go. Because the more shame you're carrying, the less, like, the less you want to work on it. Because it's so scary. So I was carrying on all this debt. I was so shameful of it. Paid it all off. And um, I cut off my credit card. I, like, I know there's so much, like, it is recommended to use credit cards for, like, points and, um, all that good stuff. And like, I will hopefully eventually get there maybe, but I'm not there yet. I just can't trust myself. (laughs) So, um, paid off the credit card debt. Super fucking proud about that. And, um, if you have debt, please do not feel shame about it. I understand why just know, like so many people reached out to me after the episode was over and they were like, oh my God, thank you for making this episode. I have so much credit card debt and I'm so embarrassed about it. Or I recently paid it off and I haven't even told anyone because I'm so ashamed. Like, let's get it all into the open. We are literally all walking around with debt in our, in our shoulders. Like, let's just be honest about it. Um, so yeah. And then for other, I said, I want to go to more concerts with my husband lol <laughs> not possible not possible in 2020 but um the last concert that I did go to in 2020 was Antibolus which is one of my absolute favorite bands I gave the singer um one of the capes that I made he's been wearing it literally nonstop, even during quarantine he wore it on his birthday um so it's really really special to me and I cannot wait to go to shows again Um, And then the other thing was to support my husband's sobriety. So not only did I support it, I joined him. And I have to say, um, it's made, it's made going out so much easier. So really excited about that. Um, Okay. So those, those were my goals at the beginning of the year. And I have to say, I don't think I, I like, I pushed myself, but I didn't push myself too hard. And I really think that after I quit smoking, quit drinking, and then eventually quit caffeine, which I'll talk about, um, and we did a mid-year check-in, I think I got a little bolder with my goals. So um, mid-year check-in, I literally said at the very top, rereading my goals is exhilarating. You guys, like I could not have been able to say that years ago. I would have been so disappointed. I would have been like, I set all these goals for myself and I'm still smoking, blah, blah, blah. So like the fact that like reading these goals was really inspiring to me is huge. I think I accomplished so, 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 so much. So personally, I said I want to keep momentum on my personal growth journey. Definitely have done that. I want to continue sobriety, continue not smoking, and then continue not drinking caffeine. I've done all of that. Quitting caffeine was the hardest. Um, it is just so ingrained in our society and in our brains. It's like if you are on the caffeine train, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and I'm so glad I did it. You guys, I wake up in the morning and I don't like, I don't need anything. I'm just up. Like, I know I'm not a morning person, but like, I'm up, you know? <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. What else? And for career, I said, I want to have a talk show. 
I want it maybe in the personal growth, comedy, fashion sector. Here we are, you guys. It's happening. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. And I'm just so excited to be here. Um, for finances, I said I want to continue paying off my debt. At that time, I still had $15,658 of debt. And I paid it off in July. Like it was like maybe a month later, like I'd paid it all off, which is incredible. Every windfall that I got, every like every dollar of income that I had went to paying off my debt. And I have to say living debt free is just so amazing. Every dollar I earn is a dollar that I have. Every dollar I spend is a dollar that doesn't need to go to pay off credit card debt or isn't going to pay off credit card debt really, truly is very, very, very freeing. Um, okay. And then what else? Family. I want to continue spending quality time with my family. Definitely happening as much as possible. So my husband works a lot. Um, but when we do get to spend time together, it's really amazing. So those were my mid-year check-in goals. Again, I didn't really push myself. Like I, um, really was in like, I think inspired. And then of course I went later on to pay off the rest of my credit card debt. Um, but didn't really, really, really push myself. Okay. So now I'm going to read you my manifestation list. So this is one of the first manifestation lists that I put together after I started doing this program. Um, this is more like material things, which is really interesting. And, um, what's, what's happened over this year is that I've gotten more in tune with my intuition. Um, but also like more in tune with what I actually want. So I used to do a lot of mindless shopping, a lot of, um, instant gratification, I would be like walking down Valencia. I was just thinking about this the other day. I'd be walking down Valencia, which is like a really busy kind of like shopping street here in San Francisco. And I would be like, oh, I'd walk past the store and be like, I haven't been in there in a while. And then I'd be in the store and I would feel pressure to buy something because I was inside the store. Like it didn't make any sense. And then I would have a thought. I'd like walk out of the store and be like, oh, I should go get um, some, you know, flatbread pizza. And then I'd go get flatbread pizza, even though I wasn't actually really hungry and I had a fridge full of groceries. Like, I just, I couldn't ever say no to, like, every little thought that I was having. And now I'm, like, I'm really in tune with what I actually really want. Like, I want to eat a healthy meal. (laughs) I want to eat the groceries that I have so I'm not wasting food. And um, I'm, like, don't feel guilty (laughs) for spending time in someone else's shop. Like I don't need to buy something. Um, and I'm also like, I know when I'm trying to fill, um, an emotional void versus when I actually truly want to own something. So it's a really different experience, um, which is really cool. So it's fun to see this manifestation list and like actually manifest things that I want. Like it's really thoughtful. It's a thoughtful process. So the first thing on the list was a Kindle. Got it. Nailed it. Got it in July. As soon as I paid off my credit card debt. And the thing is amazing. You guys, I read like two to three books a month. I've got a library card, so I'm not even like buying books. Just get it from the library, read it on my Kindle. It's amazing. I am loving it. Before I got this Kindle, I think I, or like last October, really, I think I was reading zero books a month. 
And now I just can't stop reading. Like, it's incredible. So highly recommend. Um, then I said an iPhone Pro in gold. Nailed it. Got it. It's funny because this list is 11, but I ended up getting a 12 because it's, you know, later. Um, it takes beautiful photos. Oh, I'm really happy about that. Um, then I said a platform for a career in entertainment. You guys, we're here. It's happening. Um, and then I said a continued deeper relationship with my husband. So while debt, paying off my debt might be the most proudest thing I'm ha- like that I've done. I think that can, uh, like nurturing a deeper relationship with my husband has been the most rewarding thing that I've done. And I mean, I'm going to cry. It's like, he, so at the beginning of this year, I was just so embroiled <laughs> embroiled. Where did that word come from? I don't even know. But I was like deep in starting my business and um, blaming a lot of people for things not working, including my husband. And I kept blaming him for all of our problems in our relationship. But really what I needed to do was look at myself and see where I wasn't giving myself that love or that support or that nurturing. Like, Whew, it's just, it's been incredible. And every single time that I thought he needed to change, it really was, I needed to grow. So, um, I'm really, yeah, this is, this is the one that I am absolutely most, most proud of. And I am so glad and grateful for, um, it's been a a wild year, (laughs) but, um, I think that he and I are just standing stronger and more in touch, more in tune, more honest, more communicative. It's truly a beautiful thing. So really, really grateful for that. Um, Okay, this is a fun one. Clear skin on my back. So I used to have a lot of acne on my back. Not sure what it was from. It could have been from all, all that drinking I was doing. You know, drinks have a lot of sugar in them. So I've cut down on sugar a lot. Um, I also started using a charcoal soap bar, which I'm obsessed with. I'm going to link it below. Um, could be that. And I've started just putting aloe vera on every time I get out of the shower. So who knows what the one thing is? I hate I hate that like whenever I'm like attacking a, a thing, attacking, I shouldn't use that word, but like anytime I'm like, you know, trying to make something better, I always do so many different things. And then it's really hard to figure out what's that one thing that made it work. So now I like, I'm like really like I used to never wear low cut shirts in the back. Um, at the beach, I would like put a wrap on cause I was just so embarrassed. I would like hate, Oh my God, the moment of like, I needed to ask someone to put sunscreen on my back and I would just be so embarrassed about it. Like it was awful. And, um, now I just, I love it. So maybe it was just even just rubbing something on. Maybe it doesn't even matter what it was that I was um, rubbing on my back, but, um, it is cleared up and it's like, that makes me believe in miracles. Honestly, it's so crazy. Um, okay. Again, pay off my credit card debt. Boom. Done. Now, this is where I got a little bolder. So I went back to the list later and added save $24,000 in six months after you pay off your credit card debt. Okay, so that hasn't happened. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's definitely going to be a goal for 2021 for sure. And obviously an area that I need to be like, what's going on there? Like, why hasn't that happened? Do a little more digging internally. Um, then I have a black jumpsuit with pockets, totally manifested that one for free. So amazing. 
Jean jacket with pockets. Again, manifested a cute jean jacket for free. Um, two more well-fitting blazers. Haven't manifested that yet, but um, I feel pretty good. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, it's a little hard to do shopping in COVID. And I feel guilty going into stores and, like, you can't try anything on. So it's, like, really awkward. Um so yeah, haven't manifested that one by yet, but I feel like the right one is coming to me. I'm not too worried about it. Um, so yeah, so that is my manifestation list, my goals. That's my process of my goals. And I just want to give you my tips for um, goal setting in the future. Number one, think big. But realistic. I think it's good to go big because you really want to push yourself, but you also want to be realistic so that at the end of the year, you're looking back on your list and being like, I checked a lot of these boxes. Like, I think I really only have like a couple items that I'm going to be rolling over to 2021. Um, so yeah, so think big, but then also be realistic. Um, number two, <clears throat> think way outside of just material things. I think those different areas that I mentioned um, here, let's read them again. Personal, family, career, finances, other. So in my workshop, we're going to go through spiritual, mental, physical, social, financial, career, and family. Those are the, the different areas that we're going to go through. Um, but yeah, definitely go through those areas and don't make everything all material because, like I said, if you're manifesting a better relationship with your husband, a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of other things just like naturally come into place, which is really cool. The third thing that's really, really, really important is you got to dig deep around your beliefs around the thing that you are manifesting. So why, why do I want to manifest $24,000 in savings? How do I feel about someone that does have $24,000 in savings because how you feel about that other person is going to be how you feel about yourself. Um, and then process those beliefs. Like how can you get yourself into a neutral space about, um, being someone that does have $24,000 in savings? Maybe you already are someone with $24,000 in savings and you're now you're trying to buy a house. Like, okay, what do I think about homeowners? What are the beliefs that I have about being a homeowner? What do I think about um, being perceived as like, well, how are your friends going to perceive you as a homeowner? I think these are all really good questions to get into how your subconscious is actually believing or thinking about you having that thing. Because if your subconscious is not down, then you're never going to manifest it, which is like such a bummer, but also so, so, so real, right? So real. I've had quit smoking on my list for like basically ever since I've started smoking. Okay, that's not true, but like since college. Um, and it took me this long to get there. Like I needed to believe that I could be a person – that was not a smoker. And I also needed to be able to believe that like I um, valued my health and I didn't want to be perceived as a smoker and I needed to honor where I was at. I mean, it's just, there's so many things. So, um, I, you know, like I'm not in your brain. I don't know what you're thinking about your goals, but you do. And any little feeling that comes up is like, it's like a little, little signpost on how you're actually feeling about achieving that. Um, and then the other important thing to do that I highly recommend is if you're in relationship, do this with your partner, 
um, it can be so rewarding. I like was trying to mind read, didn't know how to have these conversations. Um, and was trying to do it all alone, but like in partnership, you know, they're there to help you. So highly recommend doing it with a partner. And if you are single, ready to mingle, this is your sacred time. Enjoy every single moment of being able to set your goals by yourself because literally you are in charge of your own destiny. This is the time, the sacred time in your life that you don't have to worry about anyone else. You don't have to incorporate anyone else's feelings, goals, desires, dreams into your plan. You just get to do you. So soak that up. Truly, it's a sacred moment. Enjoy it. So yeah, so those are my um, those are my tips for setting your goals. I think that 2020 has really set all of us up for an amazing 2021. Like if you like all of us were home, we were pushed to the limit. We know the we know so much more about ourselves. So in 2021, like we're just going to rock it and um well, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll see what else 2020 has in store for the rest of the year. Yikes. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm really really looking forward to making some new goals and crushing them. Um, and if you're interested in doing this with me, um, I will be hosting a goal setting workshop. It's going to be on Wednesday, January 6th from 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. And we I'm going to give you worksheets. We're going to look at last year and then we're going to look at this year. We're going to look at those different areas of our lives. Um, I'm going to push everyone a little bit to like, you know, think big, but also be realistic. And then, um, we're going to do a little exercise to really get into our beliefs about our goals. And then we're going to have a takeaway so that you know how to start reprogramming or really working on and getting down into your emotions and your beliefs about actually achieving your goals so that you have your goals, you've got your list, and then you've got the tools to actually succeed with those goals. Um, and then I will give everyone that's participating a mid-year um, check-in worksheet. You will have your own tool to check in with yourself, see how you're doing, and um, continue just slaying those goals in 2021. And I really cannot wait to see what everyone's going to be setting for themselves. It's going to be so, so, so fun. So if you're interested in signing up, please visit my website, sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com. You'll see the event at the top. You can go ahead and sign up there. And I will be sending the recording to everyone, the recording in the worksheets. So if you're unable to join at that time, go ahead and still sign up and you will get all of the information, the actual tools and the worksheets um, to do on your own at your own time. I'm so excited, you guys. And I can't wait to hear what your goals were for 2020. What did you achieve? What did you set for yourself? Um, go ahead and, you know, find me on Instagram at, at it's me, Sarah Cohan, S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N. And I want to hear it. Like, tell me what the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Did you put at the top of your goals? I want to lose more weight. <laughs> I, um, I understand if you did, I'm right there with you. And also I'm, I'm moving past it. I am. I truly am. 
Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back next week with a super fun guest. Um, have a good one. Bye. That's it for today's episode. If you have a moment, please rate and review. Hit subscribe to keep up with new episodes and pass it along to a friend. Thanks again for joining. I hope you'll come back for more. In the meantime, check out sarahcohan.com. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com. <laughs>